Rise and shine. It's a new day. It's early breakfast with Africa Milani. Uh, Gun Free South Africa saying that the public's lack of confidence in the police is hampering the government's efforts to fight crime in the country. Joining me on the line now is researcher with Gun Free South Africa, Claire Taylor. Claire, very good morning and welcome to the show. Morning, Africa. Thank you. Uh, what do you mean by the public's lack of confidence in the police is what is hampering the efforts to fight crime in this country? Um, and that people are feeling that the only way that they can protect themselves is to get uh, a firearm. And that's leading to a domestic arms race where we're seeing increasing numbers of firearms purchased for self-defense. And that increases the pool from which criminals can get guns. Um, and and what we're seeing are the stats, the crime stats that were released on Friday, um, where 82 people have been killed, the majority of which were, were shot. Um, and so we, we really need to be focusing on reducing the number of guns in this country. And part of that involves ensuring that there is public trust in the police. But there are other issues as well um, that the, the crime stats show. And the one of them is is that policing isn't going to solve the violence problem in this country. Um, the crime stats show that the majority of murders are related to interpersonal disputes. And we can't expect the police to to intervene in those. So we need to have other longer-term interventions to deal with the violence problem in this country. And it's the same with, with gender. Um, the crime stats show that the majority of victims are, are men. We know that the majority of perpetrators are men as well. And so we really need to be looking at you know, the, the, the term is toxic masculinity and what that looks like. But the reality is, is that when there are so many guns in this country, whether it's an argument, whether it's men killing men, the prevalence of guns means that that killing is so much easier. Absolutely. How do we go about the process of, uh, I suppose, gaining public trust in the police again? And I almost said, to myself going back to a point where there is public trust in the police and I wondered whether there ever was actually. In terms of your, your first question, I think the second one is harder, but certainly more transparency from the police. For example, we know of a number of cases of, of crime and corruption fraud, mismanagement, etc. And there just seems to be constant cover-ups and silence from the police. And we really need more transparency around what's what's happening uh, to deal with those instances. Um, the draft firearms control um, bill that was published for public comment in 2021 included a number of provisions that would improve the transparency over firearms management by the police as well as the state. Um, and and Gun Free South Africa would welcome uh, that. We also call on um, specialized firearms units to be reestablished to focus on recovering and destroying guns. These random roadblocks here and there to recover illegal guns just isn't enough. The scale is too big. We have a virus of gun violence and we need to focus on recovering through specialized firearms units that are intelligence-led. That is quite a diagnosis, isn't it? A virus of gun violence in this country. It's really been scary watching the numbers increasing Um, and to say, you know, we were shocked when numbers reached 30 people shot and killed a day. Uh, It's now increased to 34, which is the number prior to the Firearms Control Act of South Africa coming into law. 34 people were shot and killed at that point. And as a result of measures to reduce the availability of guns, 
By 2009, that number had almost halved to 18. We're back to levels that we had in the late 1990s. We need urgent action to reduce the availability of guns just because they make our violence so lethal. Uh, it's certainly non-scientific, but we've been talking about this, as you may very well appreciate, on the show this morning. And uh, the question came up of how many of us would be willing to give up some of our civil uh, civil uh, liberties in order to feel safer, right? So um, the arguments being made that criminals have more rights in South Africa than people who are law-abiding. Um, and why does one need a search warrant, for example, for police to be able to enter a home when there is a reported case of a crime underway? And I asked uh, listeners how what percentage of us, basically, would be willing to give up some of those human uh, human rights. And 52 to 54% are saying yes, which for me is an exceedingly high number. I was expecting it to teens, uh, never mind uh, the majority of the listeners, because crime is something that we all... um, not tired of, because you can't tire of crime, but it, it continues to be a source of distress for many of us, and we want something done about it. What do you make of the outcome of this, I repeat, unscientific survey we've been running this morning? I think it, it really highlights how traumatized people are, that people are desperate for action to be taken, for real action to be taken, even if it means curtailing some uh, some freedoms that they may have. And, and I think the message from that is that government needs to prioritize the voices of community members that are living with high levels of crime, particularly gun violence, and, and related to guns, not focus on a small but really vocal minority of gun owners and gun businesses. And I suppose we can't, we can't always despair, right? We, we need to ask ourselves, what is it that we, you and I individually, can do to fight crime? Because as another listener indicated, uh, yes, there is something that police officers can do. A visible presence of police officers will certainly help deter any would-be criminal. But we, you and I, must stop effectively being criminals when we don't see any law enforcement around. And I think that's such a valid point when you look at the motives for many of these murders, which include arguments uh, and misunderstandings of the majority at 15%, but others involve mob justice and revenge. And it's only when we go down to robberies, which is 5% of our murders in this country. So in fact, the majority of them, according to the, the crime stats of which not all the motives have been analysed, is that crime is in fact a small percentage of our murder rate. And we do, like you say, as active citizens, need to be involved in intervening um, to prevent these other, other murders that, mm. that aren't crime-related. Claire, thank you very much as always for your time and your insight. Claire Taylor, a researcher at Gun Free South Africa. We need to restore public trust in the South African police services they're suggesting. Wake up. It's your early breakfast with Africa Milani.